the reality is that none of us want to be able to connect on a level that shows our imperfections. None of us want to be able to connect with somebody when we're in a messed up state or we're in a jacked up situation. That's the reality. We want to come corrected. We want to be at our best at all times with no intention to show the stuff that's really going on, the hurt, the vulnerability, the anger. Maybe we had a rough day at the office. We don't want people to talk about that. We want to make sure that everything's airtight because we think people will like us only at our best and not at our worst. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Live Your Truth Now podcast. I'm your host, Mike Liguori. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. There won't be a video version this week of this podcast on the Live Your Truth Media YouTube, so you just got the audio version this week. So today's episode is all about the fear of being seen and how do we overcome that. So recently in my writing and my work, I've come up with this theme of the fear of being seen. I think a lot of us deal with this idea that if we're really seen for who we are and what we are, that we won't be accepted or won't be loved. Where that stems from could be from childhood, could be from a former employer or a boss. It could even be from your friends or a partner. We all deal with the fear of being seen on some level. And you know, I shared this story on Instagram, but I'll share it with you guys on this episode. At the airing of this episode today, you'll probably get this episode in in a couple weeks from now, I was going through this period of resistance in my life where I was digging into the reason as to why I felt so fearful of sharing my writing and my work online of the stuff that I've done. So I've been digging through it and thinking about all the different types of scenarios it could have popped up from. It could have popped up from you know, my childhood, it could have popped up from past relationships. I was just going everywhere with it. And the closer I was getting to it, the more friction and resistance that I was encountering with it. And so I end up going to have coffee with my friend, Nick. And every time Nick and I get together, we always have very deep, very soulful conversations. And so we were sitting there in the afternoon, the, the, the warmth of the Scottsdale winter, and I start telling him about this scenario of just, you know, I'm having a hard time putting content out there. I'm having a hard time putting my uh, face on video. And first question he asked me goes, well, why do you think that is? And I don't know what it is, but it just triggered me. It just brought up all these sorts of emotions and feelings. I started thinking about maybe it was the perception of me feeling my work was unworthy or that my words carry no weight or that the work that I had done in the past didn't really have any sort of merit like I thought it did. And so as Nick and I get into the the meat and bones of this conversation, I start feeling a sense of like these emotional triggers popping up. And I'm like, man, there is some heavy, heavy stuff that's going on here. And so as I walk back to my car, I sit in my car, kind of take a couple breaths in and out. And the first thing I think about is like, you know, how hard could it be to film a video? I could just hold it up in my hand And I see people doing it online all the time that are coaches, that are figures of prominence, so to speak, with audiences and powerful messages. I could do something like that. Can't be that hard. So turn the car on, (laughs) 
get in my car and I start driving around and I'm making the loop to go up one of the main streets in Scottsdale. And I decide to pull out the phone. I hit the record button. And you know, it's interesting. I heard his story, I believe on the Howard Stern show, where Willie Nelson ended up writing like three of his 10 major hits driving in a car. And the reason why he said the car was the place that he came up with those ideas, it it said some sort of study that he had read that says when you're driving, there's a certain part of your brain that gets shut off. So thinking that in the back of my head, I'm like, man, the content is just going to flow out of me. I could just feel it. So I start opening the gates, words start pouring out. And I immediately think, oh man, Mike, you are just saying some most compelling things right now. People are just going to love this stuff. You're really, really, really putting yourself out there. Way to go. And as I keep recording, and as I keep recording, I look over to my right passenger side window, and there's a motorcycle cop looking right at me. And I look at him and he looks right at me and I kind of start laughing to myself and say the F word. And he just takes his finger and he points it over to the right side of the road as soon as he got right behind me. And he gives me a ticket and he says, what were you doing with your phone in your hand? I said, oh, I was recording a video. He said, well, why'd you do that? I said, officer, I just felt like it. And he didn't say anything. He didn't laugh or anything. Kind of just kept a straight face. But inside, I'm just kind of cracking up. How ironic would it be that after the years and years of resistance of putting myself out there for content, the one time that I felt compelled and encouraged and empowered to do so, I get pulled over by a cop. So what's the lesson in this? Everybody's got something to say. Just don't do it when you're driving your car and there's a police officer right next to you. (laughs) So I wanted to share that story with you guys because I think there's a lesson in that. One, outside of it being a funny story, the real lesson that I wanted to emphasize here is that it wasn't so much about not finishing the video or getting discouraged because I did get a ticket and have to get it resolved. It was more about the fact that I took the initiative to overcome the fear of being seen. You see, I didn't have everything figured out. I didn't have the words that I thought were going to be so compelling jotted down on a piece of paper. I'm a victim of that. I like to think every single thing through. I like to put all the sentences together. I like to make sure it's crisp and clean. And I like to make sure that there's no false pauses or awkward restarts or and if or but filler words. I have to speak so clean and so powerful every time that I step up to the mic. Well, the thing is, That every time that we think something's got to be perfect, we're actually creating more resistance for ourselves. And I learned that. I actually realized that my demise of not being seen, the fear that I have kept up for so long, has always been because I wanted everything to be perfect. I expect perfection. I expect excellence in myself every single time that I forget to just do. We all fear just being imperfect. We fear being human beings. Sure, we're all in the same earth together. You know, it's like my dad likes to say, we're all in the same boat. We all put our pants on the same way. The reality is that none of us want to be able to connect on a level that shows our imperfections. None of us want to be able to connect with somebody when we're in a messed up state or we're in a jacked up situation. That's the reality. We want to come corrected. We want to be at our best at all times with no intention to show the stuff that's really going on, the hurt, 
the vulnerability, the anger. Maybe we had a rough day at the office. We don't want people to talk about that. We want to make sure that everything's airtight because we think people will like us only at our best and not at our worst. And so the fear of being seen really comes down to the ability for us to accept ourselves in a state where we're most fragile or in a state where maybe we don't show up as our best selves. And also practicing that art of forgiveness, which I'll talk about on a later episode. So how do we get around that? Well, it first starts off with being able to exhibit compassion of the self. Every single one of you listening to this podcast, everybody here on earth, including yours truly, is a human being. That means we are flawed. That means the human condition. That means we regret things that we say later. That means we disregard the gut feelings that's in our body to be able to know what's right for us. And we go against it anyway and make the wrong decision. For example, dating somebody that we know isn't a good fit for us, yet we do it anyway. Or working a job that we know we don't like and our passion's over maybe across the street at another employer or it's in another industry, or maybe it's working for ourselves, yet we stay where we're at. And we don't give ourselves compassion because we play it safe. So the first thing is, is to exercise a sense of compassion towards the self. You're a human being, guys. You're going to make mistakes. And what will help you get over the fear of being seen is the ability for you to have compassion for yourself and also for other people. Just know that people make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. And you're going to be seen for those mistakes. But if you can embrace yourself, if you can give yourself that opportunity to be compassionate, you'll be able to overcome that fear of being seen. And then the second part is to not stuff things down. I can't tell you how many times that I've done this where I've taken all of my worries and my anxieties, my mistakes, my scenarios, the times where I create these ideas in my head that things aren't going to work out, and I bury it really, really deep down inside. Why? Because I don't want people in my circle, nor do I want people that I'm close to, to see that I'm struggling. And that creates that fear of being seen because I think if they see me a certain type of way or they see me in a vulnerable, maybe fragile state or a broken state, that they're no longer going to accept me, that they're no longer going to be able to look at me and say, wow, Mike's kind of off today. I'm not sure I want to be friends with that person. And that's not true because your friends, just like my friends, they're really friends because they love and accept you. They love and accept you and they're compassionate towards you and they understand the human condition, which is that you're not always going to be all right all the time and that's okay because there's nothing wrong with you. So being able to not stuff down the things that are that you're hiding from yourself or they're hiding from other people, those vulnerable stages or moments, not feeling like you have to take on the burden of yourself, that's a way for you to get over this fear of being seen. People want to connect with you. They want to be able to understand and be empathetic towards you with your situation. Because maybe if you've had a death in the family, somebody can relate to you. Maybe if you've lost your job, someone can relate to you. And then you're being seen because they went through what you went through. And the fact that you shared that with somebody else gave you the opportunity to connect on a level that you've always wanted and desired as a human being. So just remember, don't stuff your stuff down. Don't stuff it down. Let people know 
Now, that doesn't mean you give yourself permission to air your dirty laundry or to just tell everybody all about your problems. That's not really what it's about. What it's really about is for you to be able to say, hey, I'm going through a tough time right now, or life is a little bit challenging. Somebody might be out there that you run across that might be going through a tough time too, and both of you guys can lean on each other for support. And then the third and final thing before I wrap up this episode today is that you're not alone. We all desire to be seen, every single one of us. And the moment that you start thinking you're alone is the moment that you've isolated yourself from every single human being on this earth. That's not what it's about. We want to do life with each other. You want to do life with somebody. You want to do life with a group of people. You don't want to walk alone on your own throughout the rest of your life thinking that that's how your life is supposed to be. That's not what that is. As a human, you're part of a tribe. We were born into tribes. We were raised in tribes. We were raised in community. Community is such a powerful thing for us, especially in this day and age where it just seems like we're all looking for somewhere to feel loved and accepted and honored. And so the fear of being seen really comes from that loneliness. And if you can remove that notion that you think I got to do things on my own, And, you know, frankly, I see this a lot with men, that men think that they have to be strong and strength is done by doing things on your own and not asking for help. But that's not the case. If you're a man listening out there, you don't have to do things alone. It doesn't make you any less of a man. It actually makes you more of a man because you're asking for help and you're asking to be a part of a tribe and community. And if you're looking for a place to find tribe and community, please DM me on Instagram at Mike.Ligori. That's L-I-G-U-O-R-I. I got people that I can connect you to, places you can go, people you can talk to. But to go back to my third point, don't think you got to do it alone. It's not about being alone. Don't isolate yourself. Create inclusion, not exclusion. Find places, find people that you have common interests with. And as a man, don't feel like you have to do it alone. And that's also women too. There's a lot of strong women out there. Everybody, all of you, don't feel like you have to do stuff alone. So I hope this was helpful to you guys. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you like what you heard and you want more content like this, I have a free newsletter that I write every single week that delivers tips, stories, and messages and lessons to help you stay inspired and encouraged to live your truth now. And also my book that's coming out on June 14th of 2022, The Road Ahead, Miles Behind, a story of healing and redemption between father and son is now out on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. If you'd like to pick up a copy of that book for yourself, the links are in the show notes. So be well, be easy, and I'll see you next time. 